Welcome to Governmental Astrology. I'm Linda Rowe. Today is November 24th, and this is episode two. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you about the mythological story of the maze, the minotaur, and the string. This story begins with King Minos. His wife was named Pasiphae. King Minos somehow came into contact with a beautiful white bull. The bull belonged to Poseidon, as the story goes. King Minos was supposed to sacrifice the bull, but, of course, King Minos did not sacrifice the bull and instead kept the bull for himself. This made Poseidon very angry that King Minos was keeping the bull for himself. And so Poseidon decided to punish King Minos by causing his wife, Pasiphae, that was her name, to fall in love with the bull. Pasiphae did fall in love with the bull, deeply in love, as the story goes. And Pasiphae approached the genius architect, Daedalus, to make her a machine, a sex machine, that she could enter and have sex with the wonderful white bull. Pasiphae became pregnant from this encounter between the machine and the bull, and the baby that was born was terrifying to King Minos. King Minos described the baby as a monstrous creature, a violent, monstrous creature. He called the baby a minotaur. And so King Minos approached the same architect that Pasiphae had originally approached, and King Minos had Daedalus construct a maze. The Minotaur was reportedly put inside the maze, a structure underneath the city, which was so confusing inside that no individual could leave once they were inside. This was the locking mechanism of the maze. King Minos said that an, an extremely violent creature was locked inside the maze by the confusion that the maze created. King Minos said that the Minotaur would never get out again. And actually, the maze was so confusing that anybody who entered was unable to get back out. But then Theseus, a hero in many other mythological stories as well, Theseus decided to take matters into his own hands. He spoke with the daughter of King Minos, Ariadne, and she gave Theseus the key to the maze. The key was a string so that you know where you, where you came from. Once Theseus had the string, he knew where he had come from, and the maze held no power over him. The problem with the Minotaur was solved. If you think about this story for a moment, certain aspects of it become clear. For one, a human female is going to have big trouble trying to have sex with a large male bovine especially a large male bovine who is wild. It actually seems impossible to me that this could ever happen, Poseidon or no Poseidon. But then the machine comes into play and suddenly the impossible becomes possible. However, while the machine makes the impossible possible, it does not make the unnatural natural, so to speak. So the unnatural nature of the baby terrifies King Minos, and he labels the child 
violent, and monstrous. YouTube has recently taught American society what the power structure does with individuals who are considered violent and monstrous. These individuals get locked up, and that's only a best-case scenario. And that's exactly what happened to the Minotaur, but not before King Minos taught us a little bit more about Pasiphae's baby. If you look at the name Minotaur, it's a very interesting name. The Minnow comes from Minos, King Minos. It also kind of means part. So the Minos part is a little King Minos. King Minos was laying claim to the son of Pasiphae. But the Tor part, the T-A-U part of Minotaur, that refers to the bull. And the bull, as we've mentioned, um, of Poseidon was a wild bull, um, probably of the genus Bos Taurus. Uh, our cattle today are domesticated cattle, but their wild relatives were Bos Taurus. And Bos Taurus went extinct in 1627. And so when I hear King Minos, I hear him saying that the baby was part human, part animal. And then because the animal was wild, I understand King Minos to say that the baby was part domesticated and part wild. I'm led to assume that if King Minos had been the rightful father, that the baby would have been considered to be fully domesticated and therefore accepted by King Minos. It's also notable to me that the baby who was part wild was considered to be inferior to a baby who would have been completely domesticated. Uh, anyone who's owned animals uh, knows that the wild animals are much faster, much stronger, much smarter than their domesticated versions. It's only in stories that domesticated individuals are considered to be superior. And then if you look at the, the maze, um, I can see that there's no real locking mechanism to the maze. They, they supposedly put the uh, Minotaur inside the maze, but then um, the Minotaur is supposedly kept happy by regular sacrifices of young people, but the sacrifices could have been everywhere from every year up to every seven years. So it's not actually certain that the Minotaur was inside the maze. Uh, to me, anyway, it's, it's King Minos that's asking for the, the uh, sacrifices. Um, and of course, we see that King Minos, who couldn't actually make his own sacrifice, had no trouble sacrificing other people's children. Um, you know, we just I just spoke about the part wild aspect of the Minotaur. And Greek mythology is filled with examples of individ individuals who are half wild, half human. Um, if you look at the centaurs, they're half horse, half human. <clears throat> these, these animals are always, these individuals are always described as unruly, uncontrollable. Um, they are shunned to a degree. And so there seems to be a, a directionality, an overall directionality uh, between the animals that are 
half domesticated, half hum, uh, half wild, and then between the the regular people who are completely uh, they're zero wild. They're they're only domesticated. So the uh, I'm trying to describe this. I'm not sure I'm doing a good job of it. Um, there's a directionality to the story between um, there's wild animals, and then the wild animals move into being domesticated animals. Uh, humans are coming out of the domesticated animals. Um, this this motif is everywhere. Um, of course, if you look at the human, I mean, I'm sorry, the modern stories, you see that our stories are now bringing up half human, half machine to in the stories. And so um, we sometimes get the directionality incorrect on this one. It's not really that machines are becoming human. It's that humans are becoming machines. That's what our our stories are telling us. We moved back in the day, we used to be wild, and then we became domesticated, and then we became human, and then now we're becoming machines. Um, that's what these stories are telling us. And the way out, the way out of any of this is knowing where we came from. And so what you need to know the maze didn't really lock anybody in. That was a lie told by King Minos. And if we say that a slightly different way, the maze didn't lock anyone in. It was a lie told by the power structure. And the power structure required and requires regular sacrifices of young people. Um, and so the Minotaur, who was part wild, we don't really have a good grasp on what it means to be wild. That's something we're going to go into in this podcast. We do know that being wild frightens uh, us humans on a certain level, and we tend to lock that part of ourselves away because it frightens us. We think it's going to be violent. We're told that the, the wild part of ourselves is violent, but as far as I can see, the only violence in the story comes from the power structure. It comes from King Minos. Um, and then, of course, the, the very end, when we are told that the way out is to remember where we came from, that's where astrology comes in. Astrology is the string, and we can use it to find out where we came from. So that is uh, the podcast for today. Um, again, I have a phone number. You can call me, 720-308. And I forgot the rest of it. Hang on one second. I'm so good at forgetting phone numbers. All right, my phone number is 720-608-0309. I have an email address, which is governmentalastrology at gmail.com. And you can visit my website where I put up extra information on this. Um, the website is at the HTTP address, governmentalastrology.com. Um, Tomorrow I'll be back with more stories. We have a couple more stories to, to cover, and then I'm going to go into the planets. So I thank you for coming today, and I look forward to talking to you again. Bye-bye.